Friends, fans, and warriors, we are excited to let you know that Fearless Features movies are now available for rent or purchase on Salem Now. Our two completed titles, Inwood Drive and The Mind Polluters, are both available on demand. Salem Now is dedicated exclusively to conservative and faith-based content and can be found on mobile apps and streaming services such as Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, and select smart TVs. Click the link in the show notes to see each film or visit SalemNow.com in the recently added section to watch either Inwood Drive or The Mind Polluters. Be sure to share with your family and friends as this is another way you can help support Fearless Features and the creation of more films like these that are making an impact around the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber, a behind-the-scenes of our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features, where we discuss the hot topics of the day as it relates to faith, family, and freedom from a biblical perspective. I'm Amber Archer, and joining me is my husband, author, director, speaker, Mark Archer. Oh, look at that. I've been impaled. (laughs) If you find this podcast helpful, be sure to subscribe and share the show to help us reach more people with this information. As always, you can learn more about us and the movies we're making by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. So today we are, round of applause, yay. Oh, did you, was I supposed to do the applause? Where's the button? Hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. Okay, so so very very excited for this week's podcast. <laughs> so we had, so we are in located in Indiana. For anybody who's just joining, welcome. We're a husband and wife filmmaking team. I like the button now. Uh, making movies about the issues impacting our culture and society from a biblical perspective. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the latest film, The Mind Polluters, that has been released and is showing in all fifty states and one hundred and forty five different countries, has been used widely. Um, this past year and in, in 2022, uh, leading up to the 2023 legislative session mm-hmm. and, uh, Indiana's legislative session just closed and we have a couple of victories that we wanted to talk about today. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Rhonda Miller, uh, from purple for parents will be joining us in the conversation. Well, joining me on a conversation here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she, posted, she sent us a message and to let us know what was happening at the state house. And I'm just going to read this press release uh, just for you guys who are listening, because this is huge as it it relates to what we do and how what we do has helped impact and influence what she does mm-hmm. uh, legislatively. And it, and it goes again to one body, many parts. And we, we say it all the time. But anyway, huge victories this week. Indiana lawmakers removed the defense to prosecution for public schools and distributing obscenity pornography to minors while leaving the protections in place for public libraries. Additionally, the Kinsey Institute has been defunded from taxpayer dollars. Oh, I love it even more. <laughs> yes, we all love it. <laughs> uh, and, and this goes on, and I'm going to leave a link for you guys. You can um, go and look at this press release. In a last-minute maneuver, Indiana lawmakers passed HB 1447, which included an amendment originally drafted for SB 12. Because House Education Chairman Bob Baining refused to hear SB 12 on its own merits, lawmakers sought to include SB 12's House Amendment in HB 1447 through a conference committee. I want the truth! (laughs) Purple for Parents Indiana has worked tirelessly the last three years, and they have, alongside Senator Tom's 
in order to safeguard minors from obscenity pornography, which has surfaced in classrooms up and down the state of Indiana. That's a bunch of crap. Unbeknownst to most Hoosiers, Indiana is one of 43 states that has a loophole which allows schools and public libraries to legally distribute obscene matter to minors. This is Indiana Code 35-49-3-4. By removing this loophole, Hoosier children are safer in classrooms today than they were yesterday. Should parents discover obscene matter in their child's classroom or library, they can now take action and hold their schools accountable. Additionally, prosecutors are no longer blocked from prosecuting these cases due to this defense. Their press release goes on to say, we want to thank Senator Jim Toms for his unwavering courage the last three years to remove this exemption and protect Hoosier children. We also want to thank Representative Becky Cash, who carried our bill in the House this year. Unfortunately, lawmakers failed to include this measure, uh, the removal of the exemption for public libraries, which have now become a gateway to porn addiction for minors. Mm-hmm. Many members of the Purple for Parents of Indiana family have found obscene materials throughout their local public library. We encourage parents to search out this matter and let us know when you find obscenity. As Senator Liz Brown stated in Judiciary Committee testimony, obscenity is always illegal. We encourage you to seek action from your local sheriff and prosecutor. Today is best day ever. Right. And lastly, another huge victory. I'm excited for this one. Mm -hmm. Led by House Representative Larissa Sweet is the official defunding of the Kinsey Institute through our 2023-2024 budget. The Kinsey Institute, which was incorporated into Indiana University in recent years, is responsible for the destruction of our society through sexual perversion and rape and torture of infants and children. Hoosier taxpayers should not be forced to fund such dastardly activity, and we are excited to have accomplished a significant effort during the current budget session. You're everyone's problem. Thank you to all of you who made the many phone calls, emails, and visits to the State House to stand with us. Today, we declare victory. And that from Purple for Parents of Indiana. Well done! Yeah. So, how do we explain this? Uh, so... So we can explain it because, it, like, like their um, press release said, they've been working on this for three years. Right. So we came in after year one. Right. So we, if you've seen the mind polluters, the footage from the Indiana State House was in 2021 is when we filmed that. Right. And so 2020 was when it was first introduced. Mm-hmm. 2021. No. Did I? No. Yeah, it was introduced in 2020. And uh, then we... We were filming in 21. They yes. tried again. Oh, I get yeah. so confused. There's some, so many things going on. Um, I think the, the, the best lesson to learn here, and as we've seen with uh, working on films like Inwood Drive, is that these things take time. And it's very, very rare, not impossible. It's not impossible for uh, legislation to get passed on its first try. And with a first-time legislature, legislator, as we saw also in Indiana with Senator Tyler Johnson, mm-hmm. who incidentally used the mind polluters as part of his campaign yeah. and was elected. And he was the one who spearheaded the legislation that passed and was ban- signed and was signed into law banning transgender surgeries under 18. Yeah, it's it? all this affirmative care right. of hormones and surgeries. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Tyler Johnson, he's an ER doctor. Yeah. Right? So. 
hey, you want an expert? There you go. Mm-hmm. And so it's so it's while like it's not yeah, so while it's not impossible, it's 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 unlikely that things like this will pass on their first try. So it took three three years going into mm-hmm. the fourth now, and they finally got it. Um, didn't quite get all of what we want because the libraries were still allowed to have their exemption, and uh, we'll have some words with Senator Liz Brown about that because um, she's our senator, mm-hmm. actually. So um, disappointed in that, that the library association and their lobbyists got in there and managed to exempt themselves again. But I'll take a 50% victory over zero. Right, right. Moving forward. So moving forward. then, but Clearing also, ground. <laughs> but the, the big news, if you're outside of Indiana, so what that means, what that victory means is that it, it, these things get used as boilerplates for approaching it in other state other legislatures. Other states, yeah. So, um, so this is good news. Yeah, it is good news. And it's finally worked somewhere. And especially if, you know, we have talked extensively about Alfred Kinsey mm-hmm. and his quote unquote sexual research, human sexuality, um, fraudulent research, yeah, no less. But so defunding uh, taxpayer dollars have been funding this for decades. I mean, yeah, a long time. And so if you if you're not familiar with Alfred Kinsey, he's the one who is called the father of the sexual revolution, right? So 1947, 1953, his books, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male and Sexual Behavior in the Human Female. I thought it was 48. Was it 47 or 48? I I don't know. Okay. It's been a while since we've researched that one. You can fact check me. I don't care. Anyway, um, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male especially. He wasn't talking to me, by the way. He was. (laughs) 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 No. (laughs) Yeah, well, fact check me. I am dangerous. But um, <laughs> Kinsey got his data. This is where, this is, if you want to know the roots of all this transgenderism, mm-hmm. this gender is fluid thing, it all goes back to Kinsey. The Kinsey and scale. The Kinsey scale, yeah. And, and so, so Kinsey, the Kinsey Institute has been at Indiana University since the 40s. This is where all this perverse research is done. And we have evidence, decades worth of evidence. People have come forward through the years uh, talking about how they were raped and molested on the campus of IU as part of Kinsey's research. Um, it's And the, so the amount of incriminating absolutely debased criminal activity that's documented in the archives of the Kinsey Institute are probably just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. So, Not only that, but uh, John Money with this whole transgenderism. Right. All of those archives are also there. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we've tried to get some of his archives in there. They're neatly tucked away in yeah. the Kinsey Institute. Well, and interestingly enough, Indiana University president uh, condemned Defunding of, course. of the Kinsey Institute by legislature. She says, and I'll leave a link to this. This is from the Herald Times online. Indiana University President Pamela Witten has condemned recent legislation passed prohibiting state dollars from going to the Kinsey Institute, the university's longstanding prominent research entity devoted to the study of human sexuality. 
Mm-hmm. As a premier, uh, a premier, they're a premier research institute uh-huh. with a 200-year legacy of impact. With you, know, you got impact, all right. Wait, 200-year yeah, legacy was, of impact? I was trying to figure that one out. How is that? I don't know. Within our state and around the world, IU, math. <laughs> probably, IU is firmly committed to academic freedom. The university is concerned that a provision singling out a specific research in- institute sets a troubling precedent with implications that could limit the ability of public colleges and universities to pursue research and scholarships that benefits people and improves lives. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Uh, Let's hope it does set a precedent. Yeah. To defunding garbage like this. Because yeah. I, for one, am tired of n- knowing that my tax dollars are going to fund. We've talked about the Kinsey uh, Reporter app. If you if you want to, uh, you know, peruse the dark side, just go on your app store and look up the Kinsey Reporter. And it is an app. It's free to download. And... So what they're doing is they have in, empowered rapists, sexual deviants, and pedophiles to quote unquote anonymously report their sexual escapades mm-hmm. on this app, mm-hmm. and you know you can be part of our scientific. Oh, anonymously! Imagine right. that. And this is nothing new because it, Kinsey's original book, Table Thirty Four. That data, Kinsey didn't even do that. That that's not even his data. Mm-hmm. He got that data from a serial pedophile, who, by the way, was a federal employee. He he got that data from this pedophile who documented raping children for Kinsey and gave him all of his journals, and that's Table Thirty Four. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we've been protecting. The institute named after this man for decades. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So that was exciting. So we, I invited Rhonda to come on the show because I really love being able to just share what other people are doing, especially grassroots and the way that they're moving, and not, especially here in Indiana because that's where we are, but really all across the states and around the world. Rhonda, my friend, welcome back to the program. Friend of the program here, Rhonda Miller, President Purple for Parents. So Rhonda, can you give us kind of a rundown of what just happened in Indiana uh, over yesterday? Sure. Yeah. Yesterday was a big day. Um, Indiana uh, actually took the first steps to um, repealing Indiana's obscenity exemption that allows schools and libraries to give pornography to students. And so um, they removed the exemption for public schools. They left it intact for public libraries, but that is a huge win to be able to hold the public schools now uh, liable for giving children access to obscene pornographic content. So it's a huge day yesterday. That passed, um, passed 
passed both chambers through a conference committee report, um, which was a, an action taken at the very end. And then um, we also uh, passed the budget yesterday. Actually, wee hours of this morning when they were finally done, they passed the budget for 2023, 2024, and it includes language uh, to defund the Kinsey Institute once and for all. So with taxpayer dollars cannot be going to the Institute. It's in the budget this year. Well, and that that is a huge victory. So just Hoosiers, your money is no longer going to fund the perverse studies of human sexuality and all this deviant behavior that's happening. So I am, I'm, I'm excited. I was, I was so excited to get your text uh, with your, your press release. And um, we're going to leave a link for that for everybody in the show notes. So you can go and read it yourself, but just huge for Indiana, huge for Hoosiers and Hoosier families and children throughout the state, especially if your kids are in the government public schools. Yes, absolutely. Um, no longer will they be allowed to have this content that we're finding that's uh, extremely graphic um, in the schools. And so we're very thankful to the legislators who led this effort. Senator Toms has been our champion. Um, and this year, Representative Cash carried it in the House. And so we're very thankful to the two of them, especially for making sure we got it done this year for Hoosiers and that we can protect Hoosier children in the schools. So explain to people uh, sort of like your process over 2022 and educating people. And um, it took a lot of grassroots to get to this point. Can you just kind of, especially, I just want to encourage people um, in other states who are battling this, know that you are not alone. And how important is it for people to show up with you at the state house, giving testimony, you know, doing flyers, just give them the full, the full background of what's happening behind the scenes. Sure. Yeah, it's huge to have that grassroots effort. So the mind polluters um, really was a key pivotal piece that we were able to use all of 22, 2022 to travel the state and really help educate people. And so um, that was a key component of getting this done without a doubt. And so that was alarming. And then people were people were taking that film as we were distributing the DVDs and and they were showing other people. And so it really got the word out there as to what's happening um, with these books and the process and the Kinsey Institute. So it mm -hmm. wrapped all of it up into a nice, you know, package with a bow on top, if you will. And so we had given copies of the DVD to numerous legislators um, and encouraged them to watch it. And then um, we also, our team had last year put together. So the first year we had put together packets um, with some of the excerpts we had found so far. And then last year we had individuals from across the state who were also uncovering this stuff. They took down stacks and stacks of these excerpts that they were finding and they were giving to their legislators. And so uh, we put together um, a simple booklet that um, brought in some of the, some more of the excerpts that we had found as a team. And so this year um, we did some more in-depth uh, uh providing of resources for the, for the legislators, if you will. So our team looked at all of the counties and looked at, and just chose one school out of every County. And we essentially looked through their database, um, the uh, go follow database to see mm -hmm. what we could find. And so, um, we were able to find numerous um, books. We, we chose 12, the 12 worst ones we'd found this year. And so we took those 12 and we put them in a graph and chart and um, 
told what county, what, what school district, what county they were in and how many copies they had. And I think there were well over like 300, nearly 350 uh, copies of these books, these 12 books throughout the entire state. Um, we had just a couple of, I think, uh, counties where the, they couldn't get in. And then there were, um, I think, uh, maybe five or six, if I remember right, that didn't have any book of the books. And there were books in all of the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we put it in a nice format, nice booklet. Um, and so we took that down there. We gave it to the Senate uh, Judiciary uh, Committee, all got a copy of it. And then... Um, uh, we testified on our research that we had done to put that together. Right. And then um, we sent copies of it down to uh, the house education chair, uh, house education committee first, before we went and testified on the on amendment. And so that was circulating those, those booklets I've been told were incredibly um, useful and helping to um, educate those legislators because, and uh, Senator Thomas has told me, um, he's used that many, many times. Becky said the same thing. She's used it many, many times. Um, and, and showed people. Well, it's, it's, it's one of the first things that people, especially, um, if you watch the mind polluters and we show examples from all over the country. Right. And so the first thing somebody says is, well, that's not in my, that's not in my school district. Um, well, no, have you actually looked because it really is. And sometimes the things that we showed in the mind polluters are, by far, those are those are mellow compared to what's actually in the libraries. Um, so, yes, well done on on that, because it it is it's very pervasive and it's everywhere. And people you can't just assume that, oh, I my kids are at a good school. Mm, well, yeah, they probably are. But do you know what's available to them at their school? Yeah. And that was that was the excuse we kept hearing last year from the legislators. Well, it's not everywhere. It's not you know, it's not. So we, we took a look at all 92 counties and then they couldn't say, well, it's not everywhere. It's isolated. And then they couldn't say that. So it eliminated that excuse and it was a very useful tool. So I was very thankful yeah. that our team was able to get that done. Hey, Warriors, I want to let you know about an exciting way you can help us share Christ and help protect children from perverse ideologies in Italy. Yes, I said Italy. By God's grace, our latest documentary film, The Mind Polluters, continues reaching people all over the world and is having a tremendous impact in educating and motivating communities to take action in protecting the innocence of children. An Italian dub of the film is needed to break through the language barrier to help our brothers and sisters in Christ make a significant impact in their communities. Learn more about this need and share your support at fearlessfeatures.org. I'm very thankful that we have safeguarded at least the schools. That was that was the, the conversation for the week. You know, we wanted both. We wanted the schools and the public libraries because they, they work so closely together. They're so well intertwined. Um, and we know the content is in both. And so... Um, we decided, you know what, it's better to safeguard the schools because the kids are held captive and they can't escape from, you know, being subjected to this material. And so, um, we decided it was better to safeguard the schools this year and, um, we'll work, we'll work on the public, public libraries next. I mean, that there's no doubt that this stuff is, is, you know, taxpayer dollars should not be going to funding pornography and obscenity coming into any entity whatsoever. And so um, it obviously is coming into the to the public libraries. We had one of our team members that went to her uh, public library in Franklin County and, and pulled out a book called uh, Let's Talk About It. I have to tell you, Amber, it's the worst book I've seen yet. Um, mm-hmm. And in fact, we I took it to the state house with me when I went and testified. And a reporter wanted to see it. And I opened it up and he's like, oh, my. And he starts to take pictures. Uh, of geared, geared for which what age? 
um, any any kid in the library, she asked, any any kid in the library with a library card can go and pick that book out. And so it was it was interesting because this reporter started to take pictures and we're like, dude, you can take those pictures, but you better not send them because that's that's sending pornography. And so um, I don't know what he did with them, but we were like, you can't do that. That's illegal. And so it was very it was very eye opening to him because he was shocked when he saw it. In fact, they had a couple other people wanted to see the book, too. And it's, they're, they're just floored that this material is getting in. So we're very thankful that we, we got the victory yesterday. We, we can uh, hold their feet to the fire now. The schools will be responsible, even for um, employees that have this material. They, the schools are ultimately responsible. So um, they're going to they're gonna take, some I think, some measures to protect themselves, no doubt. So that's in the side with the Kinsey Institute. That was a huge... Uh, a win yesterday as well. The Kinsey Institute um, is now incorporated into IU, was as was a few years ago. And so all of our tax dollars have essentially been going to IU and therefore funding the Kinsey Institute. So we got with Representative uh, Larissa Sweet, and um, she did an amazing job. We kept it under the radar. Um, we had a senator over um, on the other side who actually was approached about this subject and doing this, and he wanted to send it to a summer study committee. And I told the individual who brought that to my attention, that's what they do to kill bills. And so we kept it under the radar, uh, didn't say a word about it, and just let Larissa work behind the scenes. And when the budget came up, she was able to get that amendment um, voted on, second reading and on the House floor. Um, and of course, since everybody in a tizzy, they knew she was bringing it forward. They agreed to let her bring it forward. They didn't know, I think, she, what she was going to say in her speech, which um, we made sure she included the app, um, the Kinsey Reporter app, yes. which anybody can download on their, their phone. And so any pervert and pedophile across the globe can still report their statistics back to the Kinsey Institute. So um, she was able to get a roll call vote, um, which really, I guess, upset the speaker, the speaker of the House. Uh, we're told afterwards really went off on her over that. So she took a lot of heat initially over getting that done until we let our people know she had accomplished it. And once they, they got word, she was so encouraged and she was so uh, supported then across the nation, even mm -hmm. uh, messages of, of um, thankfulness were coming in and gratitude were coming in for her being able to do that. So, we kept an eye on the budget um, as it worked through the, through the process. We were concerned that when it crossed over to the Senate, they would take it out in committee. Um, Ryan Mishler, Senator Mishler, um, runs that committee. They did not take it out. And uh, so what we also had was former state representatives, uh, Woody Burton and Cindy Noe. They had tried several years ago, I think back in the, the 90s, if I remember right, or, or 2000, early 2000s, in trying to get um, this Kinsey Institute taken care of and addressed, and they couldn't get anywhere with it then. So we actually asked them to go inside the state house and having meetings with the senators to make sure and other legislators to make sure they knew the significance of why we needed to defund that institute because they were one of two of four um, legislators that actually went on a tour of the institute years ago. And Woody Burton, for instance, would stand in the state house when he was still a legislator and he would just bellow that that was, that was nothing more than a porn factory. And he hated mm. that institute. And so, and Cindy will tell you what she saw. I mean, it was, it was pretty nasty stuff. I mean, it's just, it, what they do there is just, it, it's nauseating to any 
normal human being that doesn't have such a warped mindset. So the fact that we were able to get that through with another legisl- uh, freshman legislator was pretty huge. So these these freshmen this year have had some pretty significant uh, victories for sure. Oh, the Lord's Lord's given them courage. Just praise yeah. the Lord. And it's just a reminder, just listening to that and knowing the attacks that they take. And, you know, a lot of us, we've been on the front lines together for a while. And so we're used to it. <laughs> Battle hardened. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but having freshman legislators there and, uh, you know, enduring that, I just want to remind people, please stop and pray for your elected officials, especially those who are standing up and taking the fiery arrows uh, for the rest of us. And they were, they were elected. They, they knew that getting into the job, but I think sometimes it can be, um, uh, quite overwhelming. Um, Rhonda, would, thank you so much. I would just say real quick, Amber, yeah. though, that I think they got their eyes open this year when they're down there and they're in committee and they're hearing these bills and you've got all of the teachers unions, the ACLU and all their demonic forces out there in the hallways, literally yelling and screaming and scratching. And and I actually had them come after me uh, this time for the first year or first time this year when I came out of testifying on one of the bills, they actually started approaching me and the state police had to step in between. So it's getting it's getting intense down there. And so these legislators are definitely under fire. And I think it was eye opening for these freshmen to see what's really going on. Well, Rhonda, thank you so much for all the work you do. How can people help support you and your work and Purple for Parents? And how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so we have a Facebook page. We also have a website, uh, purpleforparentsindiana.com. And you can go on there and donate. Um, we, we, I, I do this volunteer. I mean, I, the expenses or the, the the funds that we bring in cover my gas, food, and, and, and you know various traveling expenses. But um, I don't take a, a salary, so all the donations come in, go out for the resources that we use and the things that we need to travel and, and do the things we need to do. So uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Telegram, we're on Twitter, and um, we have our, our website where you can donate. So Great. And I'm going to leave a link for all that uh, for everybody in the show notes. And I just just continue to encourage people that you make a difference. Um, even if you're not the one out there on the front line, you can support the ones who are. I mean, financially, prayerfully, just, you know, we all we when we all come together, one body, many parts. That's always been that's, that's always been our mission here. <laughs> you know, One body, many parts. And we are the church. And so it's exciting to just be on the front lines with you, sister. And that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening through to the end. If you want to learn more about the battle being waged against the youth in America and around the world, be sure to check out our latest documentary, The Mind Polluters, available for rent or purchase on Salem Now. Look for the link in the show notes. Have a wonderfully blessed week. We'll talk to you again next next Tuesday. Call me Mr. Lamb Fries. <laughs>